presence personified And I will drag you down and sell you out Run away I'm I got a scenario for you You're down by three touchdowns, 21 zip It's the third quarter You take the kickoff, it's your first possession it's 4th down and 11 at the other team's 38. What do you do? You go for it, right? Pat Narduzzi of Pitt punted. In that exact scenario, Pitt punted. Why not just wave a white flag? You surrendered. You tapped out. You rolled over. That's what Pitt did at Virginia Tech Saturday. That's what Pat Narduzzi did at the precise moment described at Virginia Tech on Saturday. That game was do or die for Pitt's very slim chances of winning the ACC Coastal Division for a second straight year and Narduzzi was coaching to keep the score down. If you go for it and make it, maybe you ignite a rally. Probably not, but maybe. If you go for it and don't make it, what's the friggin' difference? Pat Narduzzi you are a rotten coach, a lousy recruiter, and a chicken-hearted loser. And guess what else? You just made the list! I couldn't believe Narduzzi did that. I still can't. It's abject cowardice. Pitt fans should be embarrassed, and if you're not, I'm embarrassed for you. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust off 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing needs. Uh, if I'm ever going to hear from Pitt or Pat Narduzzi about something I say, it'll be calling him a chicken-hearted loser. Except that's the only description that fits. He's a chicken-hearted loser. Something I'm looking forward to tomorrow, I'm having lunch with uh, Frank B. Fuhrer Jr., 98 years young, owns Fuhrer Wholesaling on the south side, used to own the Pittsburgh Spirit soccer team and the Pittsburgh Triangles of World Team Tennis. I consider Mr. Fuhrer to be one of Pittsburgh's premier sportsmen in the city's history and just a great businessman and executive, uh, 94 years young, and still goes to work three days a week. That is awesome, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. That'll be uh, That'll be real good. My mother... My late mother loved the Pittsburgh Triangles, World Team Tennis, and we went to that all the time. I've obviously talked about going to the Spirit, uh, and I saw Mr. Fuhrer all the time then. Didn't know me from a hill of beans. I was just a kid, but uh, I've always valued knowing him, and it'll be great to see him tomorrow for lunch. I assume he's paying. He can afford it, I'll tell you that. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I... That, that pit thing, punting, I know it's 4th and 11. So what? You're down 21 zip. If you don't make it, say you throw a pass, you don't make it. Incomplete. They get the ball at their 38. The stupid punter punted it like out of the end zone, like he was trying to get a, a rouge in Canadian football, and they end up with the ball at the 20. What's the difference? What's the friggin' difference? You know what's amazing? The Pitt defense has the most sacks in the country. It has the most pressure of any defense in the country. 
and the offense is so bad they can't win. How about Paris Ford got ejected for targeting? Although, that was targeting. By the definition of that rule in NCAA football, that was targeting. Tell you what, though, that kid's a hell of a player. They got a lot of good players on defense. They really do. Let's go to uh, Jason and Freedom. Jason, you're on with Mark. Hey, Double M, thank you for taking my call. Hey, the red zone offensive calling, I have an issue with. I know we're working with, like, people, scrubs, but red zone offensive calling by the actual coaches. I don't know what to do different tactically on offense when you have practice squad guys at the skill positions. Understood. I mean, we can bitch about the play calling, and I know Cincinnati's run defense is the worst in the league, but they got a lot out of the run game. You know what? With this lineup, with all these injuries, with the quarterbacking situation, what it is, when they win, I'm still going to bitch because it's what I do, but I'm going to do it with a, with a grain of salt, to be sure. Let's go to John in Bridgeville. John, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Double M, can I first say that no bet, no chance? I mean, both these guys aren't the answer, but I feel like you have to go. Well, Allen Iverson's the answer. Uh, in terms yeah. of no Ben, no chance, uh, people say, well, fat ass. They're 6-5, and five, fat ass. They're winning games, fat ass. No chance means no chance for the playoffs. Although they've okay. done better in terms of wins than I expected. But that doesn't it seem like the book on Rudolph's out just blitz him up the middle because he's not going to move. I mean, he just if I coached there. against Mason Rudolph, I wouldn't bother with details. I just wait for him to suck. Yeah. So you duck. He does suck. Duck sucks too. Let's go to Josiah in San Antonio. Josiah, you're on the Mark Madden show. What up, man? What up, man? Quick question. Uh, from a few weeks ago, this Randy Feetner and Mason Rudolph play calling, and it's frustrating. So I'm trying to get an opinion. Is this Rudolph that's afraid to go down? Uh, oh, God, we talked about this since Rudolph took over. Are they calling for him to throw short, or is he checking down? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, Randy Feetner's not covered himself in glory this season as an offensive coordinator, but it's tough to criticize him too much with the quarterbacking situation and injury situations are what they are. By the way, just to throw this out there, I'm drinking coffee right now, uh, decaf, and they were out of, uh, I usually drink like, you know, half and half for milk. Uh, They had French vanilla creamer, underrated, underrated. My my preferred luxury creamer is like uh, Hershey's chocolate or Oreo, but this French vanilla is not too bad. And I tried to stay away from the, Oreo and Hershey's cause I don't want to gain back the weight I lost by being starved for several days in hospital, which I was. I remember the abbreviation, NBM, nothing by mouth. The first 48 hours, I was nothing by mouth. No food, no water, because I had to cool my pancreas down. I'm like a real-life Rambo to have survived all that. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Don't forget, we have hockey talk from 530 till 6 here on the X. we got the Hockey Night Show. So if you want to get your uh, duck calls, get it. In uh, Again, I would start him. I won't be outraged if Rudolph does. Rudolph has more talent. But haven't they waited long enough for that to you know, reveal itself, at least more frequently or at least more of? Duck's too dumb to be scared.
That's the one thing you like about the guy. He's a dope. He's a dope. Listen to him talk. Read his tweets. He's a dope. But he's too dumb to be scared. And that's important right now. He might be a dummy, but he's our dummy. Let's go to Joe and Butler. Joe, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Terrific. You know, I just think it's hilarious in this town that people still are trying to compare Mason Rudolph to Ben Roethlisberger. They're not. I don't they're think... not today. Oh, well, I'm talking. They're not comparing Ducks to Ben either. Well, I just think that people don't realize how much Ben Roethlisberger means to this football team and football organization. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Whenever you take that away. You don't have to really tell have me. To... You don't have to tell me. No, I want to hear but, but, When, when Mason Rudolph won a couple games, I got two or three calls. People remember, this is Mason's team now. Hey, whose team is it now? You people that it's called and said that crap. Team whose team is it now? Is it Mason's team? Is it Duck's team? Is it Paxton's team? Is it Jefferson Street Joe Gillum's team? Is it Cordell's team? Is it Tom Zach's team? It's still Ben Roethlisberger's team in my eyes. Well, when he quits, I'll celebrate on his behalf for a career uh, well completed, and I'll be laughing at all of you because what's happening right now will happen for years and years. And, yeah, you'll cling to your phony little playoff hopes like you're doing right now, but that's all they'll be is phony and little. And before you know it, By the way, I'm imitating Radar O'Reilly blowing taps on MASH is exactly what I'm doing. Let's go to Chris in traffic. Chris, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark, definitely agree with you that both uh, Mason and Doc both suck. I don't think it really matters at this point in the season. But just looking at the two of them on the sidelines and the pockets, they wear two totally different facial expressions. Mason, I totally agree, is 100% scared in there. Uh, Doc might suck, but it, he seems comfortable. Uh, and whether that's because he's dumb and doesn't realize it, I don't know. But uh, he seems much more comfortable than Rudolph. He's the guy you play. He seems much more comfortable when the pressure's on. Uh, Rudolph just, just, I don't know what he's doing when the pressure's on. He looks frozen, but then when he does move, he moves in the wrong direction. Doc, when he feels the pressure, knows how to roll with it. He doesn't always avoid it, but he does a better job than Rudolph at that. Let's go to Mustard in the Parkway. Mustard, you're on with Double M. Double M, what is up? Hello. Hey. hey. Uh, you know, Mark, I, I, have a, I have a big problem with you picking on the duck. and you know. Who's picking on the duck? I just said he should start next week. Uh, you're, you're yelling at him. You're shouting at him. You're calling him all kinds of things. And this is just probably his only couple moments to shine in the NFL. You see, I don't and, care. I don't care. Yeah. But he's our duck. He's no, he's your duck. duck. Your duck, not mine. If duck was swimming on the lake at North Park, I would not feed him. He's not my duck. Okay, time to ask Mark anything because we've got the hockey night show from 5.30 till 6. So right now, call me and ask me anything you like about anything you like. Dial 412-333-WXDX and ask Mark anything. 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Go ahead. You can say it because it's true. It's damn true. Hey, Mark. Love the show. Thank you for making my day. Yeah. The X at 105.9.
I got Big Penguins goaltending news, but I won't reveal it till the bottom of the hour and the Hockey Night Show. That's what we in the radio profession call a tease. But it is big, 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 big goaltending news. How big? It's bigger than the biggest thing you can think of. That's big. Time not to ask Mark anything brought to you by the Pittsburgh Penguins. Visit pittsburghpenguins.com for ticket info. Uh, let's go to Mike and McCandless. Mike, ask Mark anything. Yo, just before I ask Mark question, there's an energy surge when Duck comes into the game. You can tell the rest of the players whatever Mason Rudolph just like we are. But uh, Yeah, that's why they scored that one touchdown. By the way, James Conner was just quoted as saying that James Washington did most of the work on the touchdown. That may be true, but why would you say that? Why would you say that, especially when you're hurt all the time? When you're so brittle, you should swallow peanuts and sell yourself in a flat box. That was such salt in the wound when Washington was so happy he scored that touchdown when it's Mason's boy who caught the touchdown from your replacement. Yeah, I don't think anybody really gave that a second thought, including Mason Rudolph. What else? Uh, Yeah, my question, me and my three buddies always debate, uh, can you rank these three districts, Upper St. Clair, Shaler, West Mifflin? What do you mean districts? Parts of West Mifflin. We always say that one's from a better area than the other. One's from Upper well, St. Upper Clair. St. Clair has the best schools, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I want you. I want your opinion, not the school district, but the type of people that come from these places. I think they're all dirtbags. See you later. No, actually, I like all three a little bit. I mean, Shaler, if you don't play football for the high school team, chances are you have some value. I like St. Clair. I, I've always, I've always liked. I'm not rich enough to live there. Okay, I am, but uh, all three places are okay. Let's go to Brian in Brookline. Brian, ask Mark anything. Hey, Double M. I was just wondering what your favorite deck hockey rink is and what your opinions were on the Brookline rink. I love the Brookline rink. We have the Penguins four by four tournament there every year that benefits the Penguins Foundation. That is a really uh, well run. Facility, their organization's great. But as far as my favorite, uh, bro, I like the indoor ones because then I don't get rained on or snowed on or cold. But I do <laughs> like the Brookline rink uh, quite a bit. Uh, Dan Cunningham, senior and junior, one running and one playing, do a great job there. Let's go to uh, Scott in the car. Scott, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark, what's your favorite Price is Right game? Plinko. Good call. I mean, that's the one where the coins get dropped on the thing, right? That's right. I like it because it's totally random. There's no skill involved whatsoever. What do you think of the cliffhanger one? I'm going with Plinko. Let's go to John in North Huntington. John. Hey, Mark. How you doing? I'm great. How's, oh, cool, man. I was just wondering, do you remember the TV show Alf from I back do. in the day? I do. Every time I hear your Senderovich, Senderovich, and Fishman, you remind me of him. I do not sound at all like Alf. Not one bit. You don't think so? I don't. Goodbye. Uh, Let's go to Dave in the car. Dave. Hi, Mark. Guys, uh, my brothers turned me on to UFO when I was younger. I'm like 57 now. I'm just curious if you had a favorite Shanker tune. You mean from UFO or from MSG? What yeah, do you mean? from e- either and or. Mike Sh- Michael Schenker, in my opinion, is one of the greatest of all time. Uh, I was just curious if you had a favorite jam from him. Well, his his showpiece is Rock Bottom by UFO. Right. But, I mean, listen to my right. show. I mean, all the instrumentals are Michael Schenker. I, 
I think yeah, the world right, of him is right. a, a guitarist, even if as a human being he's a crackpot. Let's go to Mark in the car. Mark. Ask Mark. Mark, given, Mark given the air of biological male athletes identifying as female, if you were to transition to female, what would you change your name to? I don't know what my name would be, but I would play women's soccer. Fair enough. What name would I use? I don't know. I, I you know, I don't know. I, see, I don't like to make jokes about that or be cavalier because that's a big life choice uh, trans people make, and I really respect it. Although I'll be blunt, I think if trans people keep playing women's sports, biological males keep playing women's sports, it'll eventually ruin women's sports. I have very little Agreed. doubt about that. Very little doubt about that. But if I played women's soccer, that would not endanger that sport at all. Nor would it have been in my prime. Although I'd elbow you. I would elbow you back when I played, which wasn't for long or well. Uh, let's go to uh, Phil in the car. Phil. What's up, Mark? What up, man? What is your favorite place to eat out near, like, Robinson area? I go to a lot of places. I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I go to Ditka's for prime rib, although not recently. I go to DeLuca's for breakfast, although not recently. The, the the thing with the gallbladder set me back a little bit in terms of stuff I can eat, but uh, I'm picking my spots, and I'll get back to both those places sooner or later. Uh, real quick to uh, Rob in the car. Rob. Mr. Madden, good day. Good day. Real quick. Um, I wanted to ask you. Which part of real quick didn't you get? Goodbye. Have a preface to the question. All right, up next, I want calls. A lot of calls. I want hockey calls only. I got that big Penguins goaltending news right around the corner. Coming up next, it's the Hockey Night Show. You're on the home of the Penguins, 105.9 The X. Welcome to the Hockey Night Show, presented by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Now with the best Penguins talk and the latest Penguins news, here's your host, Mark Madden. Yo, welcome to the Hockey Night Show. We got the Penguins in Calgary tonight, and here's the uh, big goalie news I promised. Tristan Jari will be starting in goal for Pittsburgh. That's his second straight start. I don't know if that indicates any dissatisfaction with Matt Murray or if it's more about how well Jari's played when he has gotten opportunity. But uh, that's the straight and skinny. We got Tristan Jari in goal tonight for the Penguins as they take on Calgary at PPG Paints Arena. Uh, we got a little uh, Eastern Conference versus Western Conference action on tap. As I spoke about with Phil Bork earlier, the Flames have struggled. They're 11, 12, and 3. That's 11 wins and 15 losses. All their good guys aren't playing as well as they should be. And I mean like all their good guys. Mark Giordano on defense, the captain, he won the Norris Trophy last year. Now he's minus four. Johnny Hockey, Johnny Gaudreau, only has five goals. The Flames lost six in a row before they beat Philly in a shootout on Saturday, but they can't score. They got 18 goals in their last 10 games. I mean, yikes. That is terrible production. Chris Letang activated today from IR. Looks like he's going to be in the lineup, and the Penguins sure will benefit by his presence. Uh, John Marino has done great in kind of filling that role, really the Latang role and the Schultz role at the same time, but overloading Marino indefinitely with too much ice, that would come bad at some point. 
Marino went from playing 17 minutes a game to playing 23 minutes a game. Uh, he's young, certainly physically can handle it. Well, even physically, that's a lot of ice. That's a big jump in a short time. And mentally, you don't want to overload either. But Marino has done very well and gives me confidence that he can replace Schultz next year in the top four if Schultz leaves via free agency as expected. Uh, the Penguins beat New Jersey 4-1 at home on Saturday. Dominic Cahoon scored a crazy good goal. I kind of like that line with Cahoon, Simone, and Hornquist, although Simone down the middle where he's only sporadically played is definitely a question mark. Uh, Gensel scored again. Jake just does not stop. Hornquist was in his first career fight, and he, well, he lost, but not bad. That's Horny's first fight in 734 career games. That's amazing considering the style he plays. The Penguins are in okay shape. Just get two points tonight. The Penguins keep coming, just like the Steelers. All those injuries, and the Penguins just keep coming. That was a brilliant backhand goal Gensel scored against New Jersey, a move to the backhand on a breakaway. Boy, does Jake play good on the backhand. Uh, We talk constantly about how great Sid is on the backhand, and he is. But uh, he plays great on the backhand. Jake, not as good as Sid, but very, very good. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. I got to give props to this kid from Brookline, Deckhawk. I mentioned Danny Cunningham. I forget his real name, though. They call him Juddy. He's good. He's this big, like, Godzilla-looking kid, but he's pretty good. Uh, they got a lot of really good uh, uh, women's players at the Brookline Deck Rink, too. A lot of them. And I'm forgetting their names, too. God, I suck. Victoria. Victoria, what's your last name? Biagetti, is that right? And Danny Cunningham's sister, too. Anyway, that's enough deck hockey talk. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Uh, we're going to talk about that Robert Portuzo suspension before the show's up. Uh, he got four games for a rather gratuitous cross-check on Victor Arvidsson in Nashville. Arvidsson's out four to six weeks, and uh, some people think Portuzo should be out that long, but I'll explain the illogic of that a little bit later in the program. Let's go to Mark in Dayton, Ohio. Mark, you're on with Double M. How you doing, Super Genius? What's going on? i got to say, I really like where what Sully's uh, done with Dominic Simone, putting him into the third-line center role. Uh, I want your thoughts on it as well. I think it's really early to judge that. I like the way it looked against New Jersey. I'm not sure about Simone on face-offs. I'm not sure about him in his own end. Uh, and don't forget, you know how uh, Simone is said to be such an – his analytics are great. He's an analytic wonder, correct? Correct. Does that all change at center? Uh, not for sure it will, but that's a reasonable question, is it not? Uh, not real. Definitely is a legitimate question. Yeah, but, but you know what? They're making do with all these injuries, particularly at center. I used to think McCann would be better at center than wing. I like him better at wing. He's good at center, but his face-offs, like in that Islanders loss last week, he won 23% of his face-offs. McCann's a great player. I'm a big fan, but that's that's an awful figure. they got to improve their draws. they got to 
you know, not allow shots off draws. Phil Bork had a real good point a bit earlier. He said it's one thing to lose a draw. It's one thing to lose a draw right to a shot. And that cost them two goals against the Islanders in that loss. And points are really precious for this team. So they got to improve some of the little things. But to get back to your question, it's wait and see with Simone. When you got Sid and Bukestad out, though, it's a reasonable alternative. Thank you for the call. 412 333 is the number to call. Let's talk to Tim in Washington. Tim, you're on with the Super Genius. Hey, Mark. Um, hey, I was wondering, and maybe I'm thinking too far into the future here, but do you think, or if they, and if they are, how are the Penguins uh, preparing for the 2021 expansion draft? You're thinking too far into the future, Tim. <laughs> and I can understand that, right. that because they lost Flurry in the last one. But understand, yeah, right. that was a unique circumstance. Uh, and when you're fighting for a playoff spot, you're not going to trade off a guy you might lose in that expansion draft for, I don't know, a pick or a prospect just to avoid losing him. You you want to win now. But whoever right. they would lose, it wouldn't be as uh, as team-altering as losing Flurry when they did. It just wouldn't be. Right. So I understand the uh, the notion that they should prepare but I don't think there will be a circumstance duplicating that one for the Penguins or for any team in this draft. But thank you for the call. Let's go to Johnny. Is it Johnny in Utah or Johnny Utah from the movie Point Break? Utah, give me two. What do you got? Listen, listen, Mark. I, so what do you do with Gauchanya? He's not scoring. And then what do you do? I mean, is Bukestad's career pretty much over? No, his career's not over. He's only like what twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Uh, I don't know what you do with Galchenyuk. Boy, your two, your two, uh, your two comments and questions are indicative of how quickly we just assume somebody's, you know, personal uh, slump will continue indefinitely. Uh, I would, here's what I do: do I put Galchenyuk in a shooting spot on the face-off and force feed him till he scores and see what happens after that. I mean, is it like a Bonino situation where you just got to give him some time to work himself in? Yes. Him to Nick Bonino, good good like... comment. Yes. That's a real good comparison, in fact. I mean, he was kind of on to, to do more offensively than Bonino was when Jim got him. But, yeah, just have patience. The minute everybody has a bad month, it's trade him, shoot him, kill him, kick him in the ass. You know, just just let him play. Guy's a good player. Let him play. Okay, we want more hockey calls. 412-333-WXDX. And in uh, just a few minutes, we'll talk about Robert Portuzo, the ex-Penguin, and the suspension he got. Uh, he's a St. Louis defenseman after he cross-checked Victor Arvidsson of Nashville. You're listening to 105.9 The X. Small business Welcome Saturday. back to the Hockey Night Show, presented by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Once again, here's your host, Mark Madden. Double M on the X. We want hockey calls only. Penguins and Flames tonight at PPG Paints Arena. I'll be heading down there after completion of my duty here. Uh, Robert Portuzo, the defenseman for St. Louis, former Penguin. He got suspended four games for cross-checking Victor Arvinson of Nashville. Uh, it was pretty brutal. Got him right in the lower back. Uh, Arvinson's going to be out four to six weeks because of that cross-check. So the debate is once again out there. Should the perpetrator be suspended for as long as the victim is out hurt. And I once again say no and don't be stupid. Like in 2010, 
Joe Thornton lit up David Perron with an elbow, hit to the head. And Perron was out for a year. You suspend Thornton for 97 games? I mean, come on. All you can do with these suspensions is the best you can. I saw Bortuzzo's cross-check, and by the standard of the NHL disciplinary uh, department, four games is about right. 412-333-9939, the number to call. Let's go to uh, AJ in Colorado Springs. AJ, you're on with Double M. Good day, Mark. I said good day. So my question is about Tristan Jari. Um, what's his value? Where's his value higher, as a backup goaltender or as a trading piece later in the year when we know we have? Now, Tristan Jari's starting to play pretty good. Would you agree? Absolutely. Why would you trade the goalie who's playing pretty good when the last time you won the Cup you needed two goalies playing a bunch of games to do it? No, and I'm with you. That's kind of what and, I And, and, and to complete uh, the answers to your questions, I think that the uh, value for him in a trade would be rather minimal. While he's playing pretty good here lately, we're the only ones who see that. And uh, if you look at his stats and his you know career, he's been pretty mediocre up till now. And I think teams would be unlikely to sacrifice much in exchange for a goalie who's only played well for a really short period. So I think their best bet is to keep Jari and see if he keeps improving. Uh, let's go to uh, Don in Bridgeport. Don, you're on with Double M. Hey, Don. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. Mark, thanks for having me. Um, I catch your show whenever I can. Yeah, thanks great. Show. Great hockey talk, great hockey talk. I just want to tell you that um, I, for one, am a Flyers fan. See you later. Uh, Let's go to Dustin in the car. Dustin, you're on the Hockey hey, Night Show. Hey, Mark, I just want to get back to the uh, statistics you had mentioned about the uh, Pens and their face-offs, and wanted to see if how that's something that you improve because it's a little bit tactical, not necessarily like... Oh, it's not really much you do improve. It's a very tough thing to practice. You're either good at it or you're not. The only way to improve at it is to do better at it in games, and it's tough to improve at it while you're playing at the very highest level because you're facing guys who are great at it. Uh, It's just you are what you are, really in a bunch of things involved with hockey, but certainly face-offs. The way to improve is to get guys who are better at it like I suggested earlier only half kiddingly and I'll talk about it more tomorrow I might bring Matt Cullen back in February Phil Bork said that's not a a possibility but uh, I'd think about it I'd get him to think about it if the face-offs haven't uh, gotten better then again Teddy Bluger is the fourth line center you don't want to replace him and he's the guy that's doing pretty good on face-offs I think the key is not to lose the face-offs right to shots if you're going to lose them, don't lose them bad. Let's go to Steve on the road. Steve, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Good day, Mr. Madden. How are you? I said good day. Uh, regarding uh, the Bertuzzi suspension, uh, Bertuzzo. my proposal would be this. Bertuzzo. If I ran the league, he would be suspended immediately for two games. Then the additional two games, he would be suspended the next time St. Louis played Nashville to give Nashville a benefit. That's overcomplicating. That's way overcomplicating. What if they don't play him till next year? What if they play him in the playoffs? It should be applicable. What if they don't play him till next year? 
And what if, and I got a question, what if they don't play him till next year, and then on the day they play him, Bortuzzo's hurt anyway? Then he's hurt. It's an unwieldy, stupid plan. Thank you for calling. Oy. Let's go to Tyler in Brookline. Tyler, ask Mark anything. I'm sorry, Hockey Night Show. Whatever. Hey, Mark, speaking of former Penguin, if there was one former Penguin that's still playing in the league uh, right now that you could have back on the Penguins, who would it be? And you can't say Flurry. Why can't I say Flurry? Well, I feel like that would be the obvious answer for anybody. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Who who have they traded or lost that's gone nuts? I don't think uh, about hypotheticals very often. I mean, James Neal's lighting it up. Austin yeah, but they don't need a guy like him. Years. You know who I'd want? Whoever's good at face-offs. Thank you for the call. Benino! Let's get Benino! Bring back Benino! Benino, no, no. How'd that go? All right, up next, it's the Penguins Network pregame show, and after that, hear all the action. Penguins and Calgary. Right here on the home of the Penguins, 105 Niner.